Hello everybody and welcome to another episode, this one's episode 7, of The Four-Legged Therapist. So we're going to delve into things a little bit more therapy-like today as Jen has come back from her Centre 10 psychology course and you are now on your way to being a... Yeah, an advanced, so Centre 10 advanced um, coach which is applied psychology for equestrian coaches so it means I work on mindset, focus, delving into all those areas of yourself that can affect different parts of your life and your riding. I am not a psychologist. Yeah, <laughs> I, disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. I am not a, a counsellor. Um, but deep-rooted problems can affect how we feel and, and what we do and... As we know, the horses, they feel those emotions. They, they feel everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they feel those effects. Um, and if we can understand ourselves and we can understand where we want to go and how we can get there as a team, be that with myself or on your own with your horse or however we think we can do it, it's, it's possible. Yeah. But it's understanding how. So that's so that's what it is, and I'm going to be guinea pig on for you all, um, so we, you can have a bit of an insight into what Jenny does. So I'm going to I think guinea pigs may be the wrong word, isn't it? But I'm I'm going to yeah. be your your subject that is. I'm happy for this um, technique to be applied on me for you all to listen to to get an insight to what it is that you do and what you can do with your coaching. Yeah. We all focus on the riding. That's what we enjoy doing. Actually, yeah. not everyone does. But there's so many different parts to the equestrian world and to being a good equestrian, not just a rider, you know? Yeah. There's so many things that you can do. I mean, I always focused on riding. I did. And it took me many, many years to, to, to think actually okay yes i can ride no finesse <laughs> but i can ride i can stay on uh i've done quite well in the past and aim to do well with gizmo and and up and coming halley but um what i succeed in is coaching and it's taken me a long time and an award from the bhs to be able to say i am good at coaching yeah so it's helping other people understand what they are good at where can they focus and where can we help them to gain more focus and more insight and more um, information, more tact, more skill, more everything to be who they want to be? Yeah. So without further ado. Yeah. So we should say that you have prepped me with a couple of things to think about. Yeah. But we've not discussed any answers no. and there's still a lot of things I... so. This isn't pre-rehearsed, as it were. This no. is going to come out. In actual fact, we, we had planned to do it last week, but as, as oh, yeah. we have had sheep escaping in my... Not escaping. Sheep, colts. Ninja sheep. Getting, rain. Oh, yes, colts. <laughs> an escaped colt into my... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. So, and any, that's that's life. That is life. That is life. So. That's life. <laughs> that's what all the people say. <laughs> and she's burst into song already. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! So, um... Yeah, so, but in actual fact, I feel 
this is a better week to do it, which will be observed in the question or, okay. or answered the reason. Okay. I think it will be in the questions right. or answers. I think I'm ready. She thinks she's ready. Insert drum roll. So we will go. So I just want to let you know, Becky, that I will be taking notes as we discuss. It's not for me to show to anybody else. It's it's for me. So if you say something that you need to go back to my brain. Yeah, it's so I can relate back to it for you. Okay. Uh, so, hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll introduce ourselves. So I will be doing with Becky a little bit more of an explanation as well as the questions so you can understand um, what we do. Or what I do, should I say. Yeah. <laughs> I say we, it's the royal we. So this is the rider focus part. So first of all, what we'll do is is we'll introduce ourselves. We'll I'll find out where you're at. Okay. Um, we'll delve into that a bit more. <laughs> so let's just start with where you're at. So what are you currently doing? What am I currently doing? Um, so in do what what? How many horses do you have? What's your focus at the moment? There's lots of just just a, a broad sort of broad broad spectrum. What am I doing? So I currently have, I would say, one and a half horses, because one is mine and one I share with you. But Woody is the one that seems to be taking up my mental focus at the moment, because Seamus is just awesome and will just, you know, do whatever we ask him to do. So Woody is seven, and I am re-backing him in a way so that I understand him. And understanding me a bit more, I'm helping, rather with you, are helping me to do it. And I am starting to hack him out a little bit more confidently now, but I am starting to hack him out and starting to feel like, yes, this is, this is the horse. This is, I'm excited for our future feel like we're growing together because I've had him now since uh July so what's that July August September October like four and a bit months so we're actually starting to build a relationship and a trust together and go forward hopefully in the right direction She's eagerly writing notes about. I am eagerly. Do you know what I'm I'm really I'm writing the notes eagerly with it with a smile as well um Apart from I've just lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, mostly because what's what you're saying is positive, which is really nice. However, let's let's sort of let's focus a little bit more on, on what you've said and think about how we can work on these things even more out of the saddle to progress you further. Okay, so let me just highlight so basically, you're rebacking your horse to understand him and yourself more. Yeah. You're hacking out a little bit more confidently recently. You've realised that, yes, this is the horse for you. You're excited for your future and you're happy to be building a positive relationship with the horse. So those are really good points that we've brought out there. So if... You could wave a magic wand 
<laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you would like to change about your current situation and how you feel about anything? Or are you feeling very positive about it all? Just being completely open and delving into... Genuinely, if I could make, wave a magic wand, because I think you can't change things that aren't meant to be changed, I, the only thing I would change is the blinking weather. <laughs> because it's so infuriating when I'm ready to go and then it hails and it thunders and it storms. And I'm like, right, okay, I can't ride now because my horse is satched, I'm satched to the bone. And it's miserable riding out okay, what, when you wet. What effect does that have on you? It makes me miserable. It makes me feel like I've not achieved something that day, especially when I have a goal and it was I'm riding out. And then the weather scuppers it. It's like, oh, I've not, I've not done it. I've not, have I let him down? Because I've, you know, gone to get him and been like, we're going out, we're going out. And then the weather's affected it. So that affects my mood, which in turn, I guess when I'm taking him back to his field is he's a bit like, oh, she's got me all excited that we're going out and now we're turning around and going back. That's a that's a really good point to bring up, and if we can, if we just go back to what you first said, which really rung like I was like bells straight away. To understand him and yourself, okay. So you have said if you can't ride, if something affects your riding, mm. then it massively affects your sense of ability. So you put a lot of weight on the riding side to be able to build that trust with the horse um would, would you kind of say that how would you explain it in your words how would you so if you don't ride and you feel like you've let him down you've said here you've let yourself down what what is it about not riding that makes you feel that way i think it not necessarily that it's just not riding. It's that if I've if I've got up and the plan is to ride, yeah. Then, then it's like I feel disappointed. You know, like a kid, they get really excited that they go into the park, yeah, and then they can't go to the park for whatever reason, and yeah. it's like, oh, like really, yeah. really like, oh, oh, I really, I really wanted to do it. But it was something out of my control yeah. that stopped me. So I think it's more the weight that I put on. This is something I want and I want to do it. Yeah. So I become really focused. And I think I do as well put a lot of um, my mindset on when I'm riding, you kind of like... It's that you get in the saddle and you can't think about anything else because you're so focused on what you're doing that anything else that's going on around you just disappears because all of your focus and all of your energy and all of your happiness is right there in the saddle. And when the weather stops you doing that, you've lost that, um, or rather I feel like I've lost that little bit of, uh, what what is it like? Like a serotonin boost to make you feel better. So I'm, and especially being quite... Um, crazy you know do do suffer with the serotonin imbalance have depression and anxiety so when i've set myself up for knowing that i'm going to get that little boost and i don't get it i think it hits me quite hard 
Whereas if I, I guess when I talk about it, if I'd set out the day going, I'm just going to do something with my horse, that's going to be my boost rather than putting all the focus on riding. It might, I might maybe not feel so low if I don't ride. Yeah, that's a really good point you've, you've brought up there. How we encompass what we want to do in the day, how we set up our goal can sometimes be limiting so i'm going to ride let's make it wider i'm going to spend time with my horse Uh, today i'm going to improve this or improve that but looking at things in a technical way is not getting to the bottom of really what we want to sort of do with the horse so for example we're not riding now we're not riding how, now, and how, no. and how are you feeling right now? You, you've seen your horse, you've fed your horse. I feel... But I feel good because I knew that this is what we were going to do. And we've managed it. We're actually yeah. sitting down and we're doing it. So that's yeah. that's feel like that's goal one achieved for today. The yeah. sun is shining, so I'm going to get to ride Seamus. Yeah. Hopefully the sun is still going to be shining later, so I'll get to ride Woody and you can ride out with you on Gizmo. So it kind of feels like it's going to be a whole great day that will wash away yesterday. (laughs) So this is really nice. This is fantastic feedback because, again, I'm looking back through the notes and you've got focus, you've got happiness when riding, you've got positivity, you're building relationships with these horses and this is all coming from your riding. Okay, so let's, let's just circle back a little bit to what you said at the start when you were saying that you're hacking out a little bit more confidently yeah okay so what do you see as confidence or what or what do you and what did you see as lacking in confidence when you rode what what sort of thoughts came to your mind or feelings came to your mind when i think of where i was even just a few weeks ago the confidence what i thought was lacking in confidence was this sort of ingrained fear almost that something bad is going to happen. The horse is going to rear, the horse is going to book, the horse is going to take off with me, the horse is going to spook and I'm going to fall, which is, I don't even, I think that must have come from being a kid because the amount of times that I got on and came off for whatever reason or couldn't relax and enjoy going out. So I was always kind of tense And I think that was a combination of lack of confidence and the fear combined, which was affecting my riding. So I couldn't relax into it to to ride confidently. Mm. Because even if I was saying to myself, be confident, be confident, be confident, my brain knew I wasn't confident, (laughs) so it wouldn't allow my body to be confident. Can you remember a specific time that you were very worried with your uh, you, <laughs> I'm guessing that's a yes <laughs> oh the one thing that massively springs to mind was riding out on a not a busy road but you know a, a, a smallish road that got quite a lot of traffic and something spooked Seamus on the on the side he, to be fair he wasn't actually spooked it spooked me so then I was like and tightened up so he went and tightened up too and then a load of traffic came and he was dancing in the middle of the road and I'm going it's okay Seamus it's okay good boy good boy good boy 
And I'm like, I don't even know who I'm saying this to because he knows I'm not saying it to him. Like, I'm not relaxing and telling him that he's a good boy. He's doing what I'm asking him to do. And I was terrified. I don't know what I was terrified of, though. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This situation. I can't control the situation. I can't control myself. So my horse is now dancing because I'm terrified and asking him to dance without realising that I'm asking him to dance. Uh, yeah, that was a... And then when we got off the road onto the side road and I was kind of like out of immediate danger and I relaxed a little bit and he went, huh, you've relaxed. And I was like, all right, okay. I wish I could go back and ride on that road now. (laughs) Well, if we go back, you said you didn't know why you were nervous, but a couple of sentences ago, you actually said it's that unknown, will he rear? Will the car be too fast? Will they spook? Will you fall off? You know, all of these things we are as humans made to look after ourselves. We yeah. don't well, we are adrenaline seekers as well. But <laughs> okay, so that that's a, a big moment for you where you felt terrified and worried. So let's fast forward nearly a year, maybe, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um things take time. We don't need to put pressure on ourselves consistency not intensity yep and i want you to pick a moment that you've had it might have been months ago it might have been recent where the complete opposite feeling that was literally three four days ago oh really that okay yeah that that recent where what had it been i can't know i remember it happening but i it was when um, I rode out by myself. I took Seamus out and you had said to me... "We where Was, was that, you was said that something you, you do often, just go out on your own? No, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> I've actually only ever recently been out... Well, I didn't even go out on my, by myself. I took the kids. The kids came on my bikes. So I wasn't even by myself. I had someone else like... So this is a big step. This is a big step going out by myself. I think because I've always had horses that have been... Well, I don't even know if it's them now that's been nervy. It's just been me that's been terrified. And I've always been... When I've ridden out with other people, other people have been really nervy. So that's kind of like rubbed off on me. And it was only when I rode out, like I said, like a few days ago. And I put my stirrups up. And something clicked and I just felt like I was in the right position my feet were in the right position I was hugging with my lower leg I wasn't like turning my toes out everything just felt right and in my head my head was like girl you've got this you were doing it and look how well you're doing it even though you can't see can you when you're on on the back of a horse but I felt I felt confident in my ability I felt like if someone drove past who knew, you know, new horses, they'd drive past and be like, oh, yeah, she knows how to ride. She's not just sat like a a sack as a passenger being carried along. Like, she actually knows what she's doing. I never realised that before. I think I'm really conscious that if if people... What if people drive past me and think, oh, my God, she's, like... I want to say a bad word and I can't like yeah I've always been conscious of that what will other people think of my riding mm. 
and I think and how so- does how does that affect you? What what? How does what other people's opinions of your riding, of yourself, of your horse, or is it an encompass of all all of that? What is it that affects you the most? And I'll ask the next question in a moment. Um, it's it's me. I think I'm worried what people will think of me. Will people? Uh, the big one's always been you're too big for that horse. You need to not be on the horse. You're too fat. You need to get off. Like you're damaging the horse's back. And again, recently, having now lost or one stone seven pounds. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and actually looking in the mirror and going, yes, you've made real progress. Like now I think I've broken that barrier. Maybe I'm not I'm not so worried that people will think that I'm too large. Um and it but it is it's still what yeah, it's what they think of me, not the, not what they think of the horse, because I know, I know that the horses are beautiful. I know they're amazing. It's it's always. If you had to give me a couple of words that explained or encompassed or just not even explained, just gave me an insight into how you feel when other people are looking at you when you ride. What would you say? I would say nervous anxious it's pretty much the same isn't it um okay so if you had to then obviously we're always wanting to take this in a positive route thinking about a couple of days ago you say when you rode out give me two words or a couple of words two or three words that explain how you felt on that day ah uh, so happy. Yeah, I would just say Becky has just got the biggest yeah. grin on her face from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, so, so happy. I felt quite proud of myself for actually going out and doing it, getting on and going out myself. Just me. Just me and Seamus. Just going out and doing it. Yeah, I did. I feel quite proud of myself. I also felt like, I don't know what the word is, but the consistency that I've been putting in over the past 12 months has paid off. And it was like, I knew it all. I knew what I had to do. And this brick wall that I just kept hitting, I finally made a hole in it big enough to smash it down. Fantastic. So this is why you feel a little bit more confident out hacking now. Because you said the word consistent, yeah? So consistently doing what 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 would you do if you had to really think about what you were doing what is it you just we say the little things but they're not the fundamentals of riding what have you been doing consistently to have this huge impact in your riding to go from your words if i if i just read back from being terrified from being worried about what people thought about you the fear, you've used the word fear here, worried that horses were going to rear, you were going to fall off, you were going to injure yourself, extrinsic thoughts of what everybody else thought about you, you thought you were too big to ride, you you were worried about every little thing, were you sat right, Yeah, were you wearing the right thing, were you going to do right by the horse? 
all of that has come out in this little chat that we've been having <laughs> yeah. now. Becky's eyes are just getting, she's looking shocked at me like, wow, this is, this is, you've pulled all of that out. Um, and hopefully you listeners can hear all these little things that are coming out in this conversation and, and maybe even recognising some of it in yourself. So all of that fear and all of that bad memories you've brought up has now turned to happiness when riding, feeling more focused, being more confident in yourself. What could you tell me are the small little steps that you have taken to get to this place? If you could, if you had to sort of... If I had to like, yeah, think because about... Because understanding what you've done to get to here is huge. Huge. Yeah. And it also, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it will, to give you an idea of why I'm asking this, is because it's those things, those fundamentals that are going to give us the guidance to make your next step. Not necessarily your next goal, Goals can be huge. We just to get the next step. So what have you done that has helped you to get to where you are at this moment in time? Think about have a minute, just just have a little thing. I don't need a minute. I'm looking at I'm it. Looking at it. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at it. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but you need to understand that that's not a hundred percent. Okay? Because I can't make you feel a certain way i can't get into your as much as i would like to tap into someone's brain and be able to say come on come on come on this is what you need to be able to do there's got to be a little bit of self-awareness a little bit of acceptance that you have done this what have you done you remember we were talking about me not wanting to accept my award for coaching yeah it's hard, isn't it? What yeah. have you done? What did you do? Um, what, what made you message me that day that to ride? What made you get on a horse you'd never sat on before? What made you hack out on your own for the first time in, a, in years? Because I knew, I knew that horses had, you know, it always been a part of my life, but I knew that th there was the happiness and the endorphins that go around being with horses and up until you know coming and riding with you i hadn't I hadn't ridden in seven years properly ridden in seven years um and i knew that i was especially being an equine photographer and going out and spending time with other people and their horses and seeing them do it seeing them actually having that and being being jealous actually being jealous of my clients like i want i want that i want to be able to just go and brush a horse whenever i want it because i can not because i'm doing anything just because i want to go and groom a horse and when you said you were looking for someone it was i think it kind of felt like oh my god this could be an escape from my life where i was I was not in a great place mentally or physically. So I knew I wasn't in a place where I could have had my own. I had to rely on being able to ride for somebody else, but that didn't require 
a huge commitment someone that didn't want me to loan a horse at some that, that someone that didn't want me there every day of the week because I had a baby and uh, another child so I could only give a little bit and the second I got on Seamus's back the dog's just wandered off the second I got on his back there was this kind of enormous weight that lifted off my shoulders and the tears just rolled down my face thankfully um Jenny was in front of me so she couldn't see me crying <laughs> been been on a horse for like 10 seconds and just bawling my eyes out and it was a I think from that that moment knowing that it had been missing from my life and I needed it again so I had to seize the opportunity that was in front of me to to ride so when I think about it like that when I actually verbalise it it's knowing that every time I'm around the horses it makes me feel better mentally so I have to spend more time with them I've lost my train of thought now I can't remember what you asked me so yeah so the fundamentals what are the fundamentals of yeah so that was a a real big insight to how there's a bit of a bit of a, I don't know if you've noticed, a bit of drop a tone, a bit of a, a, a deeper <laughs> conversation yeah. that's, that's come out there. When you've started to really sort of delve into your brain and, and why you did something, you can really feel or you're, we can really hear how you felt at that time. Uh-huh. Your body is, you're looking a little <laughs> bit, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a deep thought, having to really process things to get to where you want to be. Um, I don't think I'd sorry I I don't think I'd realised that this is where I wanted to be I think I was just I was just happy to 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 be on board a horse so (laughs) you have gone quite deeply into that but weirdly you've still avoided (laughs) the particular question because it's easy to tell me how how (coughs) don't do things right it's not as easy for you to have that confidence in yourself and tell me what you've done right what have i done right so what what fundamentals what what little things what little things have you done consistently that have got you to this place now what little things think we build on? Little things is every every time I've got on in the past twelve months, I haven't got on and been a passenger. I've got on with the focus of I'm going to ride. I'm not going to let this horse carry me, and I'm not just going to sit there. I'm going to actually okay. ride. So what what did you do? How does that look as a picture? If you carrying myself. Mm-hmm. Actually, well, I know one thing I was really, really bad at doing was just letting my hands sit right on the pommel, like not actually allowing what I understand now is allowing the reins to be the horses and allowing his head to go forward. It was almost making him carry my hands. So don't do that anymore. 
um, actually carrying my own body weight rather than just sitting in the saddle like an armchair. And I consistently think every time I get in the saddle now, I'm not a passenger. I am a rider. This is a partnership. Mm -hmm. Don't expect the horse to have to do everything. I'm not... I'm not on a horse on a a, a trekking centre like that you just sit on and get led round. So think even further. Tiniest little things. What, you know, what... Every time you get on, you so you carry yourself, you make yourself sit properly, you carry the hands. What about the actual riding? Like, really think about what have you been working... Because you haven't just... That's not what you've done for an entire year. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of hard work going into feeling the way you feel now. Yeah. For fitness, I've constantly been thinking about being fitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but Doing like, what, what did you do to be fitter? I did more walking. I actually stopped being lazy. Mm-hmm. I think I was very lazy. But I'd become really unfit because I was in a wheelchair. I wasn't doing anything. Mm. Um, but when I think about my riding, can we can we just oh yeah yeah just yeah. like roll back to that? <laughs> She's just told you now, like massive massive piece of news that has only it's taken this much time for Becky to to release that piece of information. Becky was in a wheelchair, yeah, and so where she was previously saying she'd lost her confidence through fear and worry. Becky was in a wheelchair due to horrific injuries to her back, um, which she is still working through. Yeah. And so I can see some tears slightly coming into <laughs> Becky's eyes when she's thinking about where she is. And this gives you an even bigger insight into how much that meant to Becky three days ago when she rode out on her own, feeling confident that she was capable of doing that and people on the outside meant nothing. They, they didn't affect what she thought, what she did, how she moved. She, it didn't affect each footfall from the horse. She rode it in a very positive, meaningful way and enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed it. There's a, there's a lot more a lot more for you to understand about what you have done to get there than I think you're allowing yourself to understand. But we need to understand, or you need to understand what you have done to get to this point to enable us to make positive further steps to continue progression and, and understand what your goals are. Goals can constantly change. Yeah. Goals can constantly change. Or should we say, actually, the end goal doesn't particularly change, but the the way you get there can be flexible. So I want to leave you having a little think, just for a couple of minutes, about really, really what you've done. Fundamentals being little things like I've just said the footfall of the horse you know 
like tiny little th- intrinsic things. How long have I been avoiding answering this question? <laughs> Quite a long time. But this is this is what it's about. This is what we do. This is we need to understand each other. We need to understand yourself to be able to progress, and oh, we need to accept yourself. And that that's that's something us in as humans don't like doing. I mean yeah we, we we don't but when we're working as a team and we're working together we can start to work through some of these things and accept and understand even if you don't accept you can understand mm-hmm. what you have done that have led you to this positive moment this confident moment those and we can encompass we can capture that's what i like, I like that capture yeah. capture that feeling and, and move it forward with it but we have to know what got you there yeah because if you know what got you there we can keep working on those fundamentals to keep you there see it's strange because i am a really like outwardly confident person of quite loud and happy and vibrant and yet you ask you asking me to tell tell you what i've done right to get to where i am and I just keep wanting to go, it's just you, you've done it, you've done it all, you've taught me this and you've taught me that. I mean, and I don't get you wrong, I don't remember the day that I sat there after you rode my horse a few times and we understood each other and I went, you can't ride my horse like that anymore. <laughs> but you you knew where I was coming from yeah. and I, I knew what you wanted. Yes, we understood each other, but I want you, or you need to understand, you have given this 10 out of 10 every single time you come yeah this is why you are where you are but you've been patient yeah you've done what you've done but i can't i've fed you two things now you've given your all you've given me patience or the horse's patience yeah so we'll give you a little moment we'll give you a couple of minutes to just think about what it is that those really intrinsic things and we'll pick this conversation back up in five minutes or so. So Becky has had a few minutes. <laughs> when I say a few minutes, um, the process of, of, of really thinking about what I was <clears throat> talking about and what I meant was quite deep. Yeah. So she, you needed more time. Then. I needed more time than two minutes. Yeah. So she went and rode Shavus, and I went off to work, and we've come back a day, a day later. later. Um, Twenty-four yeah. hours, pretty much. Yeah. And in all fairness, I'm really glad we've done that because in between, you have ridden your horse again in an arena. There's been a few different things, topics uh, that we've discussed a little bit. Um, some major realizations that you've had yeah huge uh just from having this conversation that yeah. started making you think about how you are driven what drives you what keeps you confident what helps your horse learn actually so i suppose i should answer the question that you asked me yeah when you gave me two Absolutely. minutes slash 24 so hours and then show people what the answer to that question has helped you to understand further yeah it and it took me a long time 
to get that answer. You like, were a little bit frustrated, actually, weren't you? I was really frustrated that I didn't know. Why did <laughs> I not know? How could I not know? And it did. It took me to go out on Seamus and really think about everything I was doing, even even from bringing him in from the field. Mm. Everything. And it wasn't until I was, like, on my way back, just about to get to the yard, and I was like, that's what it is. I know, I know now, I know how, I know how I got to where I was going. And it was just me being in a place where I was ready to learn. I was ready and I wanted to be better. You've taught me a process and I've allowed myself to take on board that process and do everything knowing that it it gets better the what's the thing that you said before consistency Consistency, not not um doesn't have to be intensive it has to be consistent yeah and that's what it's that's what it's been it's been consistent the process has been consistent and every time i've got better i've been able to look back and go oh that's how i improved that Mm how did i not see that before yeah and then i've gone on something else has improved and i've looked back and gone Ah, oh, that was really obvious. How did I not know that? <laughs> to like almost a year on going, oh my God, I, I'm riding a seven-year-old mm-hmm. who I genuinely didn't think I was going to ride. I thought you were going to ride. That was only a couple of months ago. Yeah. You only told that to me yesterday, yes, two days ago. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. I said, I didn't think that I would ever ride him. I thought I'd be the owner that would enjoy having him and you would be the one that riding because I didn't think I was confident enough to get on and, and do it. And yet today I but rode in... these small changes, these consistent positive pieces of work that yeah. you've done every time you've come that have massively grown to the person you are now. And it takes time. We, we can't... Like I said, I asked you that question. If you could make wave, wave a magic wand, what would you want? Now, it's a bit of a hard question, really, because we don't really know completely what we want, but an idea of the direction we want to go in is a goal. Yes. Yeah? Agreed. Yeah. So, you said that you made a fantastic comment when we were riding out today, actually. (laughs) Did I? Yeah, yeah. And you said, um, I see, my little brain takes notes while we're riding around. Um, And you said... Do you know what, Jen? You said a brave horse is made by a brave rider. Yeah. Yeah? And I, I would completely get that. But then I said, well, who makes the brave rider? <laughs> um, so it's about us coming together as a team. Equestrians need support in each other. Yeah, that little bit more and understanding. Uh, so you have... Yeah, you've taken that huge step to actually talk to me on a very in-depth process and think about, really deeply think about what has got you to this point, what made you start riding, what your thought process was about why you couldn't do it. You know, the fact that you, you had fears, where those fears had stemmed from, that you were in a wheelchair yeah and it has been the processes 
that you have made sure you've stuck to, even when it's raining, it's been tipping it down. <laughs> we've we've been, on that yard. been out in some weather. The horses need to be done, though, yeah? The feet need to be done. And every time you get on, Jen, am I riding properly? Jen, am I sat straight? Yeah? Yeah? Am yeah, I holding yeah. the reins properly? Is this right? Is that right? Can you watch me? Can you help me? Yeah? And then it's slowly turning round to, Jen, you're sat wonky. <laughs> No one is perfect. We all strive for perfection, but perfection needs to be understood. Like, what is perfection to you? So if I said that to you, because that could be towards your goal, what is perfection to you? If you got on and, and rode... To, to me, especially after today's vibe, perfection is going out and enjoying and being happy and not being scared. Tackling things head on. So, like, if Woods has a little spook at something, it's not going, oh, my God, I can't deal with this. He's spooking. I don't... It's, no, go on. We yes. can do it together. Yeah. So perfection to you is teamwork and harmony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it and is, that's yeah. Lovely. That's really nice. They are, that's a, a really open goal, but also it's a very difficult one to, to, to put yourself at and, and set yourself at, but that is something reachable. Yeah. Easily reachable by following the processes. So just a little ex expansion on that. We we were just sort of starting to discuss um, about different types of mindset. So an inside-out mindset and an outside-in. So I'll, I'll explain a little bit what that, that, what that is. So when you initially came to me, you had more of an outside-in mindset. Now... Bear with me. Okay. Okay. It's not an insult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an insult. Uh, it's what a lot of us are, uh, many of us are, and we judge ourselves on the rosettes we have, yeah. on the clothing we wear, on the horse we're set on, the car we drive. We judge ourselves on other people's thoughts. We judge our capabilities on things that are outside of our control. Yes, we do. I do have done for as long as I can remember. Right. So this is it. You find okay. So it's not just horse riding. No, it's not. No. Yeah, it's definitely not just horses. It's. I think it's everything in in life, and it's more. It's more than just the car the that you drive. It's the dog that you've got. Mm. It's the school that your kids go to. It's the music that you listen to. It's absolutely every single part of your life that until you like mentioned it I hadn't even occurred to me mm. in the slightest yeah so this is this is the four-legged therapy guys yeah this is this is what horses do they they burrow into your blood <laughs> into your system it's a disease oh, lifelong disease like, seriously like like so you've come to Seamus I'll say or Seamus has come to you you found each yep. other and he has helped you unravel as a person not grow you didn't need to grow I like that yeah it's like oh, he has unraveled me yeah he, he, do, he does it to everyone <laughs> well I say everyone everyone that you have to be a certain type of person for Seamus to accept you 
<laughs> That's because you have to accept that person as well. Yeah, very true. And they if you to, accept them, he'll accept they them. They have to love my pony. Yeah. <laughs> we all understand that. You all understand that. So he has unraveled you from an outside-in mindset to an inside-out. Okay, so you have said to me that you, or you, your words were you accepted that you were ready to learn. Yes. You listened to what I was asking you to do. You listened to what the horse was asking you to do. And each day you slowly improved. Mm. So, transitions, how you sat, how you thought, the support you offered the horse, what we were feeding them, the routine, yeah, whether we were flatting, jumping, yeah, your weight loss, yeah, a stone and a half, that's mega, you know, all of the, you know, I'm, I'm on t- nearly on <laughs> 10 things already and I'm literally just reading things off, so these are the processes yeah, these are the processes that you have been working on internally. Okay, so now these lead to different things. So all of these things that you've been doing will lead to you having a better outcome with your horse. The internal processes lead to the outcomes. You can't change the processes from starting with an outcome. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And that's why a year ago... You, you, uh, this makes me laugh. We, we were playing round of the world. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> we were like, let's see if we can do it. But even that, I let what someone else thought about me trying to do yeah. something to better myself. You got trolled, didn't you? Yeah, and that really bothered me. Yeah, but you took it in the right way. You know, you made that power you on. It fueled your fire. You were. But it did. I could see it in you. You wanted to cry. You actually didn't know whether you were going to continue to ride Seamus. I said, ignore them. You know, keep going. But it's it's easy for us to say, ignore them. Yeah. It's you that needs to, to process. But you've worked through all of this stuff. Visualising, being <laughs> sharp, you know. Um, pushing yourself to get on Gizmo when, when you weren't 100% sure because I needed... The support of Seamus because I wasn't feeling 100% in myself. And all of these tiny, tiny things are like a pyramid. You have to have that groundwork. Yeah. And you, Becky, you've done it. So. I actually literally did the yeah, groundwork, didn't literally. I? Literally. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you are. You are now long liner extraordinaire. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, she's learned to long line. Oh, gosh. I, I can't list on two hands probably including my toes and twice <laughs> all the things that you have learned um and the smile on your face when you were riding out today and how you felt on your seven-year-old sport horse oh, yes. <laughs> yeah not any sport horse an appaloosa it's a little bit uh, chestnut appaloosa <laughs> fiery yeah sharp um but, but I'll, I'll let, you... letting go yeah the process of actually going breathe breathe it out and yeah, just absolutely <sighs> absolutely absolutely so it's you are prepared to face the challenges yeah you you don't look at them and go oh my god i can't do that anymore you go okay we can tackle that like when he spooked yeah yeah we can do that when when things aren't quite so as easy as you want oh why can't i canter oh why can't i do that okay give ourselves a minute we'll just look at that 
can I focus on that? Can I, can I, do I have the effort? Will I put the effort in? Yes, you do. Yes, yes, I will. (laughs) And as well, accepting feedback and being able to give it yourself. Mm. Like, really looking at, at what you're doing and how the horse is moving. And what I love as well is, um, you don't just go, oh, it's the horse's fault. We know we don't do that. But, you know, some, as horse people, we tend to always say, it's our fault, it's our fault, it's our fault. But wind that back. Give yourself a breathing space. You've done it. So, <laughs> moving on from here, my lovely. Let's, let's set yourself, dare I say, a goal. I don't always like the idea of saying goal because it's um, they can sometimes make you feel like you haven't reached him, yeah, and def- and defer you back to that external sort of feeling of sadness. And so, what do we call it? What do we call it? It's a uh, because I understand what you mean that if you have a goal in something, sometimes if you don't reach it by a certain point you've failed you're not good yeah so it's yeah finding a a word or a term having a goal keeps you focused as well yeah so it's knowing so we said your goal currently is to be at one with the horse and to be relaxed yeah Uh, yeah definitely so let's expand on that a little bit. You you expand. You tell me what, if that was your goal, if we had to make it into something a little bit more specific. Just let, let's talk it through. So harmony and balance and confidence. These are all processes that, these are all outcomes from the processes you've put in place. Yeah. So talk through what 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 do you think you could do how can we break that down what processes can we put in place to ensure that 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 always happens doesn't have to be always you know we have to accept that there's no perfection but it's hard isn't it it is always it is really hard because you have to have layers when you want to get to a goal the idea is that you want to break it down into smaller topics smaller outcomes smaller aims so you can actually get to where you want to go for example if you (laughs) say example if you want to get to the olympics that's you can't just have Olympics. You don't wake up one day and be like, yep, yep, I'm going, I'm doing it. I'm going to the Olympics. Well, yes, I can say that I'm going to the Olympics and just going as a spectator, not as a competitor. But what you could say is, if you're talking dressage, I want to be able to score 80% in my tests consistently. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, but what do they get if you want to go to the olympics or you want to be top of your game in dressage yeah so this isn't for you this is this is all yeah, right all right okay so 80 percent. i'm not getting so that break your score 80 percent. that means that you're consistently so we're talking about that consistency scoring eight per movement 
when you start saying it like that, you're like, oh, okay, 80%, your first thought, that's yeah, huge. Yeah, it's huge. So if I say, okay, what we need to be doing is consistently scoring eight per movement. We've then broken that down into 20-odd movements that you've now got the chance of getting eight for. Yeah. It doesn't sound quite as bad. To be it fair, didn't... if I got an eight in all my movements, I'd be wow happy. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I got an eight in like one or two, I'd be yeah. really happy. And then how can you break that down even more? So to get that eight, you've got to have perfect execution of movement. No, you haven't got to have perfect execution. Even a 10 is only excellent. It's not perfect. Yeah, because who, who defines what perfect is? Who can exactly. say that was done perfectly? Um, you need to be prepared. You need to be confident. Yeah, so we can break that down even more. And then we can break it down even further. So to be able to be prepared and confident, you, you have to make sure that you've practised, your horse has practised, that you've got the correct attire to wear, your fitness is of a good level. You know, all of these little things, the processes that be build to the top, the perfect execution of moments, what makes you have all of that, or the excellent moments. It's like what you were doing in the arena today. Rhythm, balance, transitions, accuracy, all of those things built together. So if we... Balance is a huge, oh, huge one for me. Massive. Because so my, my confidence has gone up with my balance. Look at a goal-setting tree for her to just have a little look at so she can have a think about what you've said as your goal. Because the goal has to be set by you. It can't be influenced by me. I didn't set Becky this task, by the way. She hasn't had 24 hours to think no, I about am, it. I am actually just reading this now. She's, yeah. She's having a little look. Um, and while she's doing that, I'm looking through a little book. I've started reading um, called Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's an absolutely phenomenal book. And I'm only on page 37. See, this is interesting. So I'm looking at this goal-setting yeah. tree here that you've got. And... It would never have occurred to me to think that being the best at the top of the triangle and scoring 80% at the bottom of that, of the foundations, is having your equipment right, is your nutrition, is actually communicating with people who are helping you and writing down a plan of action. For some reason, I don't know why... When you think of being the best and being out there, you don't think of those fundamental processes that are there yeah. laying those foundations and cornerstones to actually get into the top. Yeah. Yeah. Turnout. Like, I wouldn't have thought of including turnout in there. But we had a conversation about that today, <laughs> funnily enough. Yeah. I said, I think I might invest in some um, better better clothing. Yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I'm kind of fed up with... Of wearing, oh, that doesn't fit the boyfriend anymore. I'll wear that. <laughs> you know, the old walking tops. Oh, I'll layer up with that. You know, sometimes the outside-in method just makes you feel better inside to drive you to have better mm. energy to, to deal with the processes. Um, but this book I was just saying, I was reading The Atomic Habits. The reason I asked you to pass it to me, Becky, is because in here we were just talking about goals. Yeah. And I was saying about goals affecting your happiness sometimes. Uh huh. And it's it, it listed in this book. Oh, uh, do tell. Just at all. So I'll read you what it says here, guys. It says um, 
the implicit assumption behind any goal is this. Once I reach my goal, then I'll be happy. Yeah? Is that, will that be true? Well, so the problem with goals first is, is, is mentally that you're continually putting off your happiness until you get there. Yeah. So you don't think you're allowed or you will be happy till you get to that goal. I think that's something that I've actually managed to not do. Yeah. Recently is yes. just I'm just happy. Yes. The sun's absolutely. the sun's out, I'm happy. You know, I've seen I've seen the moorhen today, I'm happy. <laughs> oh yeah, Literally, I can just I can just see him, you know. Yeah. Little things. Happy with what's happening in the moment yeah yeah this is a huge huge mindset change for yourself and i mean i know you're listening guys and we and we sound like we're very positive but i'm we're not lying when i say this or we're not lying i'm not lying as it this has happened to you in this last couple of weeks yeah it's taken you a year nearly a year yeah to get that to has it, it was like someone switched on a light bulb and everything just gelled together and all of those processes that i hadn't realized i was actually yeah. doing had all come together yeah. so do you feel you've had an identity shift <sighs> now you're asking me another big question okay let me explain. <laughs> do you feel i know you used to class yourself as not a horse person you were just here to help me or to to just sit that was your identity at the time. It's what you told yourself. That was the story you told yourself all the time. If you had to rewrite your story now, how would it be written? And, and what identity would you <laughs> give yourself? Top line, I am an equestrian. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> she is an equestrian. It doesn't matter what the weather, we get it done. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. She gets it done. Sometimes when Jenny has a little breakdown... <laughs> Over in the mud, and more than one occasion, she arrived. Becky arrives, and I'm like, and Becky has to just ignore me and then take control of the situation. You are truly an equestrian, you have been since day one, which is why I allowed you to ride my horse. And it was an allowance, yeah. I had lots of people contact me, um, but to see you recognize that now is really nice. To see you give yourself that positivity and have that inner smile, that inner belief. Yeah, is that is that is very big. Yeah. I actually said to you as well, didn't I today? Um, which is something that I don't don't find easy to say, is that I was really, really pleased with myself. I was really proud yeah. today of the way that I rode out yeah. because I didn't I didn't think I was capable of riding like that. And yet I went out today and let go. Yeah. Fully let go. Yeah. Literally. She was stirrup and reinless, yeah. completely just sat stretching. Yeah, feeling. just and I didn't May think, I not say guys, she was still safe. Yeah. <laughs> and in full control. Yeah. <laughs> but but there you go, yeah, that's yeah. it. I was. Yeah. I actually was in control. But let go. But let go. Yeah, it was one of the hardest things we ever learn to do as a rider is to let go. You've got to build that trust. So this is why I sort of quizzed you a little bit as to your goal 
because you told me you wanted your goal to be confident, happy, balanced. Pretty sure you're already there. This, I think, will... I'm not going to ask you to give it me now because it's going to need some thought and it might even need a, a further discussion between me and you yeah. um, to get to that. But I leave that thought process to you, the listeners as well. You've listened to, to Becky's journey. You've listened to some of the things that we've discussed. What what processes have you had happen in your past? How do you feel? What are your thoughts on how Becky has worked? <laughs> yeah, how she's gone through everything. Yeah, because it's also just yeah. occurred to me that we've done this and it's out there now for everyone yeah. to everyone to listen to. When I told or asked Becky if she was willing to do this for me on the podcast, Becky was like, absolutely, yeah. yeah. She's an outgoing person. She already admitted that to you. It hit her quite hard. She did not think it would go so deep, that it would require so much thought, that it would dig... I didn't think she'd dig her heels in or as much as she... Because we all naturally want to protect ourselves. We don't want to let go. But I also feel that what's happened over this last couple of weeks has just been backed up and powered by you hearing those words out of your own mouth. Yeah. I can do this. I think e even... Because I had that, we had that 24 hour gap, mm. may even have been closer to 36. But <laughs> that gap of we've had the conversation and I've and I've looked back, thought what it is, verbalized what it is, mm. that's reinforced it in my brain. So that actually, when I rode out today, I was riding as a different person you were. just from that conversation. New identity, yeah, uh, which is massive to you think are a rider i am a rider i can ride yes you are an equestrian i am an equestrian and i i'm very good at it yes <laughs> wow that's that's quite big to actually say you must be good at it because i go away and coach pony club camps and leave you in charge of my yard <laughs> You know? Yeah. And not once do I did I have a the only phone call I had was because well we had this conversation before Gizmo didn't go. The only phone calls I had was of Becky loading the horse that wouldn't load and be preparing <laughs> to do a three and a half hour drive down to drop my horse off. That is a true equestrian and an amazing friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this shift that you've had. This really positive shift that you've had in your thought process, in your identity. Um so I, I leave this question open to you all. Not just to Becky. What is your future goal? Where do you want to be? What identity do you want to follow? Yeah? Um, leave us a message. Yeah. Let us know. And also remember that this is Jenny's job. This yeah. is what Jenny does. Yes, yes, she yeah. is available <laughs> if you want to have this process kind of yeah. done privately. Privately, <laughs> yeah. You don't have to air air it to everybody. I'm available for chats and and everything and yeah. So I am a performance and confidence coach, working with mindset and riding and on and off horse. Yeah, it is what I do. I, to be fair, I've still got. Five months more training to even further develop my skills. Yeah, um, but that's something we don't think of either, is it? Is is having, uh, yeah, you put riding, but having a, a a lesson, not on horseback. Yeah, but actually, 
my riding has developed so much <laughs> from having an uh, just a chat. Yeah. Just a, a, a yeah. in inverted commas lesson. Yeah. It's part of what we do. These this is what they do at the top. The top have mindset coaches. Yeah. They have this is who's teaching me, Charlie Unwin, who is team GB's mindset a performance psychologist is who is is has taught me that's who i've learned from i've learned from the best oh there you go so i am team gb it's <laughs> filtered team it's filtered it's down, down <laughs> yeah fab um so yes i leave you with that guys what identity do you want what goal do you want and we'll pick that up next and we'll time pick that up next time yeah yeah see see how far i've come like in another week or two weeks yeah. or something yeah and you know what guys i might even do this for myself sometimes the trainer needs to be trained yeah. the trainer needs to accept identities and changes we're not perfect as much as we adhere to be <laughs> thank you thank you very much um yeah i hope that i've my tales have inspired you a little bit <laughs> yeah and uh we'll see you all next time bye bye, bye.